Hey everyone. So this episode is a bit of an in-between episode between episode six and seven. Um, when I originally recorded the session with uh, Jeff, uh, we were sort of planning on doing another sort of solo Ethan section, but um, it wasn't really long enough to warrant its own episode, and it wasn't short enough where I felt comfortable sort of pasting it onto the next episode that's coming out next week. Um, it was just a little too long when I sort of calculated the total time that would be. I think like five plus hours, which I think is kind of ridiculous. So instead, we're just going to sort of release this mini episode um, for now. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. down the staircase jack passes you and down below you see jory and vita are talking about something and as you approach the table uh jory nods to vita and gets up and he sort of like waves uh, at you as he like leaves the uh polite lobster goodbye jory vita what are you doing uh, what, bye, what were you talking uh, about god <laughs> what sorry vita what were you talking about with jory he was curious about um, some dreams he had had, so I just uh, maybe look into it more, go ask someone who's spiritual or something like that, you know? Oh, and you were the spiritual one he chose? No, I don't think I'm very spiritual. I, I like, just think it would be smarter for him to, you know, talk to someone else, not me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm having breakfast. What about you? Um, I really am not a breakfast person. I usually skip it. But I'll be happy to join you and sit with you while you eat your food. Sure. I mean, it's not like I'm doing anything more useful. It's <laughs> true, um, Peter. <laughs> uh, and so, after sitting there for about half an hour, I'd say... Um, or not half an hour, sorry. Uh, for that's way too much time. Uh, I would say like maybe five to ten minutes. You see, um, Jack and Toro sort of walk down the stairs and sort of out the tavern. Um, they don't even. Uh, I guess they just kind of don't notice you guys and they just leave. Oh, okay. I wonder where they're going without me. Who hmm. knows, Ethan? It's obvious that we're not wanted. It's true. Right Who knows, indeed. <sighs> we should go on our own adventure, Vita. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, Ethan, but I don't know if I'm up for it. And she kind of, like, rubs her neck, and you can see, like, the, um, there's, like, a bunch of bandages sort of wrapped around it, and there's, like, quite obvious blood stains. What happened to your neck, Vita? Do you not remember the fight last night? Like, Fen, or what? ever was i don't know i think fen it it, um it ripped out a chunk of my neck i thought was almost died ethan oh yes 
I don't believe I was there for that one. Oh no, I showed up for that one. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's good I'm to sorry. Not remember my ending doom. Yeah, I have some spotty memory issues. I just, uh, I'm so sorry about that, Vita. But you know, you got to get back on the horse sometime. I didn't ever want to be on this horse in the first place. Well, why not, Vita? You're the one who signed up to work for Taha. I did not sign up to work for him. I just had nowhere else to go. And he took you in, is what you're saying? Pretty much. Hmm. Well, that was very nice of him. Don't you agree? I agree. I mean, it's not that I'm not grateful, but getting sent off to impending doom on the daily with all of you, no offense to any of you, but it's not exactly... Fun? Profitable. Hmm. I mean, we make plenty of money, Vita. I'm the one in this group with the most of it. Ethan, everyone else in the group has about 10 gold between all of them. I know, and I have 51 pieces of gold. Well, good for you, but I'm kind of running on empty here. Well, then why are you buying breakfast at this inn? It comes with the room. Hmm. It's likely story. <laughs> <laughs> you see the halfling, um, the halfling, what's it called? Uh, bar owner? Ta- whatever. Uh, barkeep sort of runs up to you. Hey, you want breakfast? Do I want breakfast? That's my voice. What was the voice uh, Toro came up with? Oh, you want breakfast? <laughs> No, I'm good, sir. I'll I'll pass on breakfast this morning. All right, then. Well, let me know if you want anything. And turns around, runs off. <laughs> See, look, he wanted he wanted to give you food for free, and yet you you rejected that. How did, that that's not good. <laughs> I told you I'm not a breakfast person. I have acid reflux. <laughs> I don't eat a whole lot in the mornings. <sighs> okay, then. Whatever. But my point being, I don't make as much as I would like to running around with all of you. I mean, to be fair, we haven't been paid at all yet. That's very true. I've only been here for, what, five days? It feels like three months for some reason. (laughs) And yet we've made no money and I don't know how much progress we've even made on figuring out what's going on here. Do we have any progress? I mean... Some vague progress, not enough to warrant anything major, but... What happened to Fen? Fen, honestly, I walked in on that fight and Fen was already kind of off the deep end. That's not normal. People don't turn into a fish. That's just... It's, it's true. I really... I wish I knew what happened to Fen as well. I think it's definitely something worth investigating. But yet, no one talks about it. They just left. I know. They never talk to me about anything. I think it's because I'm short. It's okay, Ethan. I don't see height. You don't see height? <laughs> no. I turn into a bird. It's kind of relative for me. Hmm. I suppose it We're is then. 
Well, anyway, Vita, we need something to do. If they're going to go off on their own thing and do their own shebang, we need to do something as well. Maybe we can make a few extra coins along the way. Not a bad idea, Ethan. What do you have in mind? Well, I don't know. I was hoping you would have an idea. <laughs> Ethan, I'm not in control of this world. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, neither am I. And as, as soon as you say that, a door crashes open and five guards run in. And they look over at you. Hello, hello. Uh, we would like your assistance. Please come with us. Are you part of the group that was hired by the king? Uh, maybe I am in control of this universe, Vita. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. Come I with us immediately. Come, Vita. Come. Leave your breakfast. But I didn't finish. Oh, okay. I didn't ask if you finished. Leave your yeah. breakfast and come. All right. Uh, you see, she just kind of grabs a piece of the bread and sort of tosses something onto it and just throws it in her mouth as she's like running after you. So the guards um, lead you onto a turtle and they're, that's already been paid for. And they're like, oh, head what? immediately to the castle. Um, we go to the castle. Yes. Okay. You're going to the castle. Uh, so this turtle, it's, um, it seems to be uh, of a different, maybe like subspecies of the regular uh, sort of courier turtles around the city. And so it's a little bit faster, it seems. And it just kind of goes like, pop, 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 and it's like, like, uh, down the waterway and it's heading mm. straight towards the castle. Okay, hold up. Give me like one second because I dropped something under my bed and I have to get it before I forget it's there. Okay. Hold on. Oh my god. Okay. Ugh. Well, thank you, listeners, for okay, us on this episode of <laughs> Ethan Struggles Under a Bed. Join us next <laughs> week for. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast, baby. Um, While you were doing that whole sh- shebang, I was just talking into the mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Master Turtle. Okay. Yeah, you were on the turtle. Uh, you're speeding along. Um, and so I would say maybe like about half an hour until you uh, impact with the castle. Um, but um, during that time, or not half an hour, probably be more like 10 minutes, but <laughs> because you guys are in Garyo. Or wait, no, you mm-hmm. guys are in Port Asmar, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it would be more like a half an hour-ish on a fast, speedy turtle. So, um, on the way, uh, I guess you can talk to Vita if you want, or you can just go in silence. We, I mean, we, like, make small talk and stuff, I guess. Yeah. We improve our relationship. <laughs> you know? Ethan, I have a question for you. Yes. Are you sleeping okay? Am I sleeping okay? Well, I haven't been... Interrupted by the dreams that Jory might be having, or um, I ha- I've been sleeping all right. Yes. Why do you ask? Well, I was just worried that the dreams were because I gave Jory his like fortune telling. You know, I was worried that maybe it was oh. messing up or something. No, I've been fine. I haven't been visited by any spirits or visions as of late. Mm. No. Fortune telling. Have you been isn't... having dreams, Vita? Not really, I don't think. I do have, I have my, you know, visions of the future. Mm, but do you, that, do you have any visions for my future right now, Vita? I would have to do the fortune telling thing with the cards, but I can do a, let's do a quick one. Why not? Pull three cards and she holds up a thing. Um, I pull three cards. Hmm. Okay, so in the past, that one's, wait, Ugh. 
stupid thing. App is shitty. I hate this app. I'm sorry. Why am I doing this? Why did I even decide this was to be a good idea? This is terrible. <laughs> this is like a legitimately terrible idea. All right. Whatever. It's fine. Um. Okay, here we go. So um, she looks at them and she's like, well, I'm probably going to do the weird blackout thing uh, at the last card. So be prepared for whatever that entails. Um, but for your first card, it says that in the past, you lost an opportunity um, somewhere in your life as she pulls out the uh, Ace of Pentacles, um, sort of reversed. Oh, yeah, it's reversed, yeah. Uh, so it's upside down. And she looks at it. So something in your past seems to have blocked out some opportunity or chance you had to do something greater with your life. But worry not, because currently in your life, you are searching for truth and you are looking uh, for a higher level of enlightenment or something along those lines um, based on the hermit I've got from you. And then, all righty, then get ready for whatever weird fucking shit is about to go I'm down. ready, I'm ready. And she pulls out the Ten of Wands. Uh, and her eyes go black, and you can see like the horror, sort of like flashing colors going on, like the little specks of color in them. And she says, "You've worked so hard for this. It's a shame. It's all crashing down before you." So, Ethan, what weird shit did I say this time? You said that it's a shame. I've worked so hard, and that it's a shame. It's crashing down around me. Which I assume to mean that I'm going to die. Well, that's worrying. Well, don't worry about it too much. It's probably not going to come through. What did my eyes look like when I said it? Black. And you looked afraid. So were there any, like, little colors flying around in it? No, not that I noticed. There were. There were? Yeah. There were. No, there, there you go. You may not have heard me say it. Um, But, um... Well, that's good. That means that there's only like a chance that it might happen. Hmm. What you have to worry about is when I say a fortune and then my eyes go a solid color, in which case that means it's going to happen and you should be prepared. So you know your abilities very well, Vita. Yeah. I like to pretend I don't, but the reality is I do. And Hmm. it's better to keep it on... You know, a secret, just because if people know that the abilities are real or you know how they work, people usually tend to abuse it. Yes, I can understand that. You know, keeping your powers a secret so that no one takes advantage of you. Yes, and if you don't mind, just, you know, keep that between us. I will. You have you have my word, Vita. Okay. Uh, and then you guys arrive by this time at the castle, I would imagine, and um, sort of get waved in through the gates again. The large gates open up, and you're in. Uh, and then Migand, the dude, is outside waiting for you guys, and he's like, sort of looking like re- pretty frazzled. Migand, what is going yeah. on? Um, yes, Ethan, please come with me. Uh, we would like your assistance. What do you need my assistance with? Come in, come in. We cannot let others here. Okay. Uh, come, come, Vita. Okay. 
So he leads you two in and uh, he starts leading you guys up some stairs, right? Uh, leading you guys through hallways. And then finally you get to a large staircase and it starts leading you guys up. Ethan, what have you heard of what uh, has happened here? What have I learned about what has happened where? Here at the castle. Oh my god, what the fuck was Megan's voice? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't remember. Uh, I had to listen to an old episode. Um, 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 um. Okay, Megan's voice from now on is, Ethan, what have you heard of what's happened here at the castle? About the robbery? Yes, the robbery. The robbery of the king's trident. Yes. All I know is that it was stolen. Yes, it was stolen last night by mysterious characters. Do you know what these characters looked like? Yes, I saw it firsthand, Ethan. (laughs) There There were these two characters. They looked human, but their skin was blue and their hair was black. Uh... They, uh, I'm kidding. Possibly. <laughs> um, it could have been Smurfs, but they were a little too big for Smurfs. So, mm-hmm. in any case, Ethan, they uh, one uh, was a male, one was a female, and they came in along with a few other, it seems like humans and elves that we've never seen, and they stole the trident from the king. They overpowered him, which was Worrying, as the king is a very powerful man, with the trident in possession, uh, they were able to trick him and overpower him, take it away, and then they left. They never even left. I don't know where they went. They didn't run outside of the castle through the doors or through the windows. They just ran off into a hallway and disappeared. They just disappeared? Yes. Oh. Mm. Okay, side question. Did the Janazi have blue skin? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, it sounds like it was two Janazi that came through. Water Janazi. I have no idea what those are, but I will let the, uh, I will let our uh, librarians, what am I saying, librarians? I'll let, um, <laughs> the word, fucking academics, um, what is it? Scholars. That was the word I was looking for. I will let our scholars know about this, and uh, I will see what they can um, gleam about these Genasi characters. Yes, I don't know who is with them, but uh, sounds like two water Genasi came in to fight the king. But what is more worrying, Ethan, is that um, something more valuable was taken from us. And he, your you guys are, state of mind. No, even worse. And so they're going up. You guys are going up the stone stairs, and eventually you arrive at a set of doors where these two guards have been posted. Uh, seeing Megan, they're gonna they step aside and they allow you uh, in, right, along with Fida. And so, opening up the doors, you can see um, what appears to be a bedroom, which has um, very finely decorated, uh, very. Uh, ornate looking bed very comfortable and uh, pretty it, uh, very cute it has like pink sheets on um, and Megan looks at you too the king's daughter was kidnapped <gasps> no yes oh, was kidnapped by these same people um 
possibly. And he looks over at like one of the walls, by the way, it's like torn down. Like it's missing basically. Like you can see that it's been like broken down and there's like stone and rubble just sort of lying around. And that sort of leads to the outside. Okay. We assume that they may have left through here, but we're not sure. Hmm. But I mean, in any case, I wanted you all to to know about this and possibly look over this room, uh, see if you can find any evidence of where the Genasi might have gone. Yes, we'll be happy to help. Very good. The king is inconsolable. I will, uh, I will go and join him now and join see if him I can. Join being inconsolable. Uh, in a way, yes. But I will, uh, I will try my best to see that he comes to a better state of mind. I do not know mm. if it's possible, but I will try. Okay, go be free, Megan. And Megan flaps his wings and flies off. <laughs> um, <laughs> So okay. you and Vita are now currently standing in the middle of the um, princess's bedroom, which has a broken down wall, uh, which sort of l- looking out quickly, you can see it's like about a, a 60 foot drop or so to the nearest like sort of surface down below. It's like a 60 foot drop to the nearest surface? Yeah, about 60 to 70, yeah. Okay. Um... So, just like a quick glance, right? Like, you know, glance so you can tell that much. Yeah. Can I investigate the room? Like, look for any clues? Yeah, sure. Uh, wh- okay, so looking around, there's a bed, there's a bookshelf, there is a desk, and there is a closet. So, which one of these things do you want to look at first? And what are, you looking, what are you doing, sort of? So, I'm looking, I'm going to look in the closet to see if there's like any evidence of foul play. Like, the room looks put together, right? Yeah, aside from the wall that's been like torn down. Also, there's a that wall area where you can also go look. Um, yeah, uh, aside from that, yeah, it seems like a regular room, a very okay, well yeah. decorated and clean, well kept room. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go look in the closet just to see if there's like um, any um, evidence of like foul play if they like hurt her at all anything like that the closet okay um yeah, yeah. uh walking over you can make an investigation check and see what not 20 what the fuck all right sure motherfucker <laughs> all right <laughs> this is how i win this is how we speed up these sessions honestly yes <laughs> this is like, what happened my last true. solo adventure like <laughs> oh my god so true so true and you can um, look in the dice chat like i'm not making this shit up like, no, I, I, saw it, I saw it no um natural 20 okay so looking around ethan um there it's just like a bunch of uh, uh girls clothes looking at the clothes you can tell that um it's probably in elf years at least um it's comparable to like maybe like a 10 year old girl uh human wise mm-hmm. right uh so it's about like that age when it comes to elves so maybe 25 or so okay. i think they actually wait now i think about it, i think elves mature like physically at the same rate but mentally they're not right they're not adults until 100 so let's say that uh let's say it's 10 year old girl um so the princess about a 10 year old girl from what you can gather from looking around in the closet okay. at her clothes and such. Um, looking around, it's just a closet. There's not really anything that suggests like uh, anything crazy happened in here. Um, 
But looking uh, closer at one of the walls with your natural 20, you're able to determine that there is like a sort of slit in the wall, a mm. sort of like a ridge. Secret uh, passage. In the wall. And it does seem to like outline a possible door. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, your intuition <laughs> is correct. It does seem to outline a door. But you can't really tell um, how this would move because it seems like it's just built in, like it's like cemented in. Mm. Vita, Vita, come look at this. All right. What am I looking at? Vita, do you think that this is possibly a door that they could have escaped out of? Well, I mean, there's a huge hole in the wall. I mean, why would they not? How could they have gotten out of the hole in the wall? The nearest surface is 60 feet down, at least. That's a good point, Ethan. Why would they even need a hole? Why would they even need to make it if they had this distraction? That's what I'm thinking, that it's all a ruse. Well, can you open it? How would I open it? I don't know. Hmm. Can I... Um, let's see. What do I have? And there's no, like, keyhole or anything, right? Um, no. You don't see any, like, sort of keyhole. It's literally, like, a, uh, sort of, like, edge in a wall, basically. And it's, like, cement wall, right? Yeah. Can I, like... Stone and cement, basically. I mean, they don't really have cement, but it's, like, a sort of equivalent, yeah. Mm. Actually, they probably have cement. I mean, it's Magic World. Who cares? <laughs> I'm sure they have cement. They have fucking like cat and bird people. I mean, they like ride, they ride around on turtles. Goddamn, like that they have cement. Fuck it. They have cement. <laughs> who cares? Um, can I like scratch at the ridge with my short sword and see if it does anything? Yeah, sure. Scratching at it, um, it doesn't move it or anything. It just it's a wall. It's like you're hitting against the wall, basically. Can I blast it with my um, light blast, my radiant blast? Sure. Uh, you blast at the wall. There's a little like of an explosion as the math symbols sort of like go into the crack a little bit and like blast around, but it doesn't do anything. And you see one of the guards pokes his head in. Is everything all right in here? Yes, yes. Have you, do you know anything about any secret passages in or out of this room? My friend, those are all in children's stories. There are no secret passages here. Children's stories. Okay, well, thank you for your help anyways. Yes, I, I do know that they do tell stories of passages built into the castle, but th- th- that is not realistic, my friend. And mm. he goes back to his post. Okay, can I go over to the bookshelf? Sure. Can I just start, like, pulling books off the shelf? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, a lot of children's books and, like, random little books. Uh, there's, For some reason, there's just a book on, like, agriculture here. You don't know why. Mm. Uh, and you just pull on it. Nothing happens. It's just another book. Just keep throwing books on the ground and nothing yes. happens. Nothing it's just happens. An empty. Now you have an empty bookshelf in front of you. Is there anything behind the bookshelf? Can I, like, move it out just a little bit to see if there's anything behind it? Yeah, sure. Um... There's a wall. Mm, wonderful. Just what I needed. Um, yeah, so you have I a pile pick, of books on the ground. Um, can I pick shelf. up an agriculture book? Sure. Mm, this makes me think of Masubia. Hmm. 
he loved agriculture. Who's Vesuvio? Um, who's Vesuvio? Oh mm-hmm. shit! I can't even say it because we took down the character intro episodes, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That was that was uh, that was Vita asking. Oh, Vita asking. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were asking. <laughs> yeah. No, You would. You had to be there, Vita. Um, and like, I flip it open. Is there anything weird about this book? Um, make an investigation check. Uh-huh, that means there is. Three. <laughs> um, no, there's nothing that catches your attention in this book. It just seems to be a regular book. I'm going to take it over to the uh, to the where the door is that mm-hmm. is in the closet and I put okay. the book next to it. OK, putting it next to the closet, um, you wait and like you anticipate something to happen and then nothing happens. Mm. Um, do you think uh, maybe some of these other books are useful? Okay, I go over to the other ones. I look at some of the children's stories. Mm. Um, are there any children's investigation? Because Vita's helping you as she's looking through them. Okay. Wait, what do I do? Uh, did you see With the advantage, just roll 2d20. Okay. Oh, not 20. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. We're, we're on sure. a wave here. We go high low, baby. This dice rolling bot, I'm gonna fucking murder it. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm gonna find the man who made it. And I'm gonna kill him. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Speeds up my game. It just speeds up my thing. Sure, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he. Uh. So looking through, Vita sort of picks up one of the books and she's like, "Look at this one," and um, sort of scanning through it quickly. You st- you uh, stumble across a sort of story about a princess who is locked up in a very high tower, and mm. it sort of talks about how the princess uh, was able to find make her own uh, way out. She made her own door, and she found a way to escape from the tower from her cruel stepmother. Uh, and it seems to be a very very basic children's story, um, but it mentions it mentions writing a note to the keeper writing a note to the keeper yes and it's the story basically says like you would have to write a note to the keeper of the door to allow you to pass through okay so vita i believe we need to write a note to this keeper Hmm. Okay. I have, I believe I have in my bag a piece of parchment. Do I have that? Do I have All right. Um, I think you probably do. I have adventuring gear. Vita has nothing. Never mind. Vita ain't got shit. Yeah, she got a bunch of instruments. Okay, so I, yeah, I take out my shit, um, yeah, I take out my shit and I write a note, and I write, Dear Keeper, uh, we request access to the door, um, we are in search of the princess who resides in this room, 
who normally uses the door. We wish to help her. Sincerely, Ethan and Vita. Okay, you write this note. What do you do with it? And then I go to the door and I put the note against the wall. Uh, okay. You put the note against the wall and nothing happens. Fuck. Vita, did the book say what to do with the note? Um, she just took the note to the door. And then she did something with it, I guess. It doesn't really go into detail. I read the note out loud. Okay. Nothing happened. <laughs> so close, Ethan. Come on. So close. Um, um, fuck. So reading it out loud doesn't work. Putting it against the door doesn't work. Um, I rub the thing against the outline of the door. Rub what? I rub the note against the outline of the door. Okay. You mean like the sort of ridge area? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you do that, and you begin to sort of move it along there, um, a bony hand, sort of its fingers, you just see it like sort of come out of that like hole, like the sort of like ridge, and it just sort of gently takes the note and the hand goes back into the wall. Mm. Oh, Vita, did you see that? Sorry, no, I was reading what happened. I swear to God, Vita, why do I and talk then, to um, you? And then the door begins, you just hear this noise like, as like the sort of grinding of rock and stone as this door in the back of the closet begins to move backwards and backwards and then to the side, showing a passageway. Mm, Vita, I got it to open. Well, okay. Um, Let's go in. Should we? Yes, we should. It's a secret fucking passage. That's fucking crazy, Vita. We have to go in. But I'm saying, okay, look, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Um, we can go into the passage. That's fine. I'm not saying we shouldn't, but why is this place like it is? Look at this room. What do you mean? The hole in the wall. Why is that there? I'm sure that's just a distraction. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you're right. I can't really think of another... We just... Yeah. We have to know whether or not she's in here. I mean, it just seems more plausible. Unless the water genasi can turn into birds like you can. Okay, okay, I get the idea. All right, fine. Let's let's do it then. Okay, we go in the hole. Yay! Okay, sure. <laughs> you, you uh you get in. Um and uh so going down this passage, it's very musty and gross and ugh. It's, it seems like people haven't been down this path in a long, long time. Alright? Uh so going down the path. Uh, you go down some stairs and then eventually you take some weird turns. At one point, it seems like this passageway even partially collapsed a little bit. And so being a smaller person, uh, you're able to sort of get through it uh, easily. And so is Vita. She's not like super tall or anything. So um, two of you are able to sort of squeeze your way through the passage. If Tora was here, it'd probably be a different story. But luckily for you guys, that's not a big deal. Hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at that, uh, seeing the whole situation, Vito's like, hell yeah, short people. 
<laughs> All right. This is <laughs> this is what they fucking get for not talking to me because I'm shorter than them. Fucking exactly. Fuck that assholes. <laughs> Uh, in any case, uh, the two of you eventually make it, um, sort of going down even more stairs. It seems like you're almost descending deeper and deeper, uh, below even possibly the ground floor of the castle until you're seem to be really far below. And the whole time, by the way, there's no light under here. Um, Vita has a torch, which is, I just assumed like she lit that up and you guys have been using that, um, as you're going down. Uh, so that's the only light you guys have, unless you have a torch as well. I don't know. Do you? Maybe. Maybe. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Um, I have a tinderbox. Oh, I do have a torch. I have a torch. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Then we'll, then you also have a torch as well. And okay. so, um, you two are using that to sort of go down and deeper and deeper until eventually the path sort of opens up a little bit and there is a... Um, sort of tile area, still stone, um, and you can hear some noise ahead, um, sort of around the corner. You're not sure what's around the corner, but you can hear some noise mm, of something down. sort of like as it's walking mm. or something along those lines. I turn to Vita and I whisper and I'm like, Vita, what do you think it is? It's probably... A dragon. I've heard so much of them. Are you fucking kidding me, Vita? You think it's a dragon? I mean, okay, maybe it's more like a bat. (laughs) Are you crazy, Vita? Do you think we can find a dragon? I hope that God is not... Don't actually whisper, because I don't think I can... I I don't know how I'm going to edit that. I I can't hear you. I hope (laughs) that God is not a dragon, Vita. We need to keep going forward, because I'm not climbing back up out of here. So we okay, move okay, okay. So um, I was kidding about the dragon, but um, okay, it's probably um, I mean, it could be one of the water genasi or one of the friends, maybe. I mean, I think we can take one of them. So let's just approach slowly. Okay, so, so we approach slowly um, and like peek around the corner. So I need you to make a stealth check and feed a will as well. Okay, coolio, coolio. I got stealth, baby. All right, let's see. That's a ten. <sighs> Oofers. Well, Vita did not do too much better. She got a 12 in total. Because her stealth is okay. But it's not that great. So... Hmm. Oofers. Alright, let's 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 do a perception roll. Haha. <laughs> or wait, no. Passive perception is what I should be doing. Um, Passive perception on this fella. Well, boys and girls, uh... That is funny as shit. Um, so the total of the the average of you two with your stealth rolls is an eleven, but the passive perception of this thing is literally an eleven. So it's a tie. So basically, I have to give the stealth to you. <laughs> 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 so, so basically, what happens is Ethan, you trip on a. <laughs> so as you're walking along, you kick a can along. The can rolls on the ground. You're like, oh, shit, shit. Vito, like goes forward to grab it so it doesn't make any more noise and she trips and she falls into the can as well crushing it making even more noise but the can mm-hmm. stopped rolling and then you hear something <laughs> and it just keeps like not going any closer to you 
Uh, and so peeking around the corner now, you guys are able to see two um, very, not familiar necessarily, but you've seen this sort of creature before on your initial arrival to Capri. Those um, redneck shark people, it seems to be very similar to them. Uh, it has the same look, same clothing, uh, sort of weird loincloth that they wear, and those little like, kelp hats that they wear on top of their heads. Um, but these have four arms, and they seem to be carrying this large trident. Uh, and there's two of them sort of seated on either side of a passage. Hmm. Interesting. They're carrying a large trident. Does it look like the king's trident? No, no, no. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't look like that. But they're each carrying a trident. Um, that's oh, massive. Okay. It's made out of like a okay. sort of sort of like metal that has like barnacles and all this rust all across it. Okay. It seems to be their own trident. Um, the weirdest thing about them is like yeah, they have the same like sort of clothing and everything as like the other Sahuagin that you guys saw on your initial entry into Capri. Um, mm. but the main thing is they seem to be a bit bigger. Um, a little beefier, and they also have four arms. Four big old muscular arms. Mm. And they're just sort of plopping around. Vita, I think we might have to take these guys out. Okay, so what's the plan? I think the plan is jump out and fuck them up. It's in- okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> fine. Um, do, do you have a better plan? Vita, huh? No. And uh, she take, look, takes out her like rapier. Okay, if you're ready. I'm ready. I'm always ready, Vita. That's actually not true, but I'm ready now. Okay, so we're not even going to try any stealth or anything. We're just going to run in the... I mean, I, I feel like... I mean, well, let's try and sneak up on them. I, yes, let's not just blow our cover, but we've got to fuck them up. Okay, so what if we... Do you think we should try to lead one over here and then we kill him? And then we try that? I mean, sure, why not? We can try that, Vita. I mean, you know, it's up to you. It's not like I'm the one, you know, it's, it's up to you, man. Let's, let's you do that. Let's, fighting. Let's, let's do that. Let's lure one over here. Okay. Um, so, okay. How are we going to do that? Okay, I have an idea. Okay. So I set my talking doll down on the floor. Okay. <laughs> and I have programmed... Hell yeah. Our... What? <laughs> Hell yeah. What? <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Oh, okay, okay. You were, like, cutting out. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, that's because my internet's shit here. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, no, I was saying, hell yeah, talking doll, because okay, um, goddamn, that item, like, whenever it comes out, it's always funny as shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, why did I give it to you guys? I don't know. It's there, though. <laughs> so, I, I, like, literally every store from this point on, I'm just going to buy the weird shit. Like, I don't buy anything useful, just the weird stuff. I'll keep that in mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, oh, what happened? What happened? What happened? Okay. Okay. Um, so, I set the talking doll down and I have programmed this talking doll to say um, come and fucking fight me which is five words and it works um, okay come and, and fight I program it to say that every time somebody gets within two feet of it 
Including yourselves? Including Vita. Not myself, but including Vita. Okay. Um, so when so, someone other than you gets within two feet, it, okay. it says that, yes. So I go, Vita, stand next to this doll. And then she do? does. Okay, sure, whatever. And um, so where are you placing the doll in this room? So basically there's this like um, larger pa- like room that, at the end of the passage before it seems it connects to another passage, um, which these two are standing in front of. There is not, there's like a singular desk, it seems. There's something that was once a desk that has sort of rotted into a piece of wood that is kind of like rot in the corner. And um, like two chairs that seem to be, have brought, that seem to have been brought in more recently. Um, and that's all that's in this room. Mm. So... The one is sort of walking around the room, and the other one's just standing by the the, the other passage entrance. Okay, so and where, where exactly where are we right now? Huh? Where are we? You're like basically around one corner and just looking in. Okay. Um, I place it like at the, like where the corner is, like where we're at. Okay. Like at the corner where we are. Yeah. So like right around that corner, so they can hear yeah. it. But if Fida goes near it, they won't hear they won't see her yeah okay got you got you so you do that um and you tell vita to go stand by it mm-hmm. okay and uh vita goes and stands by it and you can voice the doll honestly okay. so <laughs> <laughs> or if you want me to voice it i can just tell me i how got you, want you. Me to do it. i got you and the doll goes come and fucking fight me <laughs> okay. repeatedly <laughs> repeatedly over and over all right, I'm going to um, say it one more time so I can get that on loop for our uh, beautiful playback. <laughs> Come and fucking fight me. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to grab that clip. I'm just going to loop it in the background. Yes. Sure. That's our, sure our listeners our really enjoy that one. Yes, that's our new intro. Welcome to Sales Off the Rails. Come and fucking fight me. <laughs> uh, now we have Come and Fucking Fight Me by uh, Jeff. <laughs> Take it away, Jeff. Come and fucking fight me. <laughs> And that just loops like five times and yes. then the podcast starts. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's just like, you know, this really like experimental podcast. I really recommend them for their choices. <laughs> or choices. Artistic like not like choices are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that saying come and fucking fight me five times in a row would be the most beautiful song ever? <laughs> Yoko Ono. Oh my god. All right. Um <laughs> have you ever heard a yoko ono like song no oh my god dude look it up it's fucking amazing like this woman will literally scream into a microphone at like an art exhibit for like half an hour and people pay to see this this is amazing like i do it for free on this podcast like why can't i not get paid <laughs> uh in any case so basically um you do that and then as soon as the no- uh, as soon as they hear it in the background uh one of them looks over at the other one. Hey, Skinner, what do you think we should do about that? And then the other one's like, over there, I'm going to look at it. And he uh, begins to walk over. That's right, bitches. It's the redneck fucking shark people are back. Mm, I have to call the police. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to call the police. <laughs> so they're, um, they're starting to walk. Uh, so one of them is walking over 
to where he heard the doll, and then the other one is sort of standing in front of the passage. Um, more alert now. And what are you going to do? He, he's like about to reach that corner. Okay, then I say, okay, Vita, he's close enough. We can get him from here. Okay, but the other one's going to see it. Uh, whatever. So you guys want to jump out and grab onto him? We want to jump out and fight his ass. Hmm. Okay. So if you're trying to do a surprise round, the issue is they're they're already alert now. But okay, if you two can both roll very high on the stealth roll, um, I'm gonna give him advantage on a perception. Normally you would just do passive perception, but because he's like already alert to okay. this, I'm gonna just do a perception roll. I'm gonna give him Yeah. Okay, I, got I don't know. Just hope for the best. So, <laughs> I Ina got a sixteen plus four on her um, stealth roll. Jeff got a nine. Nine plus what? Nine. Oh God! All right, so that's a twenty plus a nine. So good on you. Um, <laughs> so that's like about a fourteen when you rounded. You get the average. All right, Jeff. I hope the perception roll is g- like shit for this guy. He has advantage. Okay, first one is um, a four plus some, I think one. So, all right, this is the roll that decides it all. Ah, oh, shit, buddy. That's a 17 plus like a lot. Sorry, Jeff. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. Sorry, Vita. Stealth rolls were just not high enough. You guys were close, though. I mean, that was kind of like, I don't know. It was close. It's okay. Um, So it's okay. Uh, Anyways, this guy. So you both jump out and start to attack this man? Yeah. All right. Uh, Go to the roll 20 thing, and uh, I'll get the initiative counter out for you guys. Okay. Turn up. I'm here. You got a 22. Good job, Vita. What'd you get? 19. 19. Good shit. All right. Let's see what these guys get. Five plus two, I think. Let me see. Five plus one. Mm, that's pretty bad. Okay. Lol. So a six. Good job, boys. <laughs> oh, wow. Um. All right. Okay. Vita is first. Um. So she's going to. Do you have any special commands for her, or do you no, just want her to go just off? Fucking fuck him up, Vita. All right. Vita is going to run up to the this one. Uh. He he he's alert, so he sees her run out. And he, uh, she runs up to him and uses her rapier to attack. She gets an 11 plus 5, 16. 16 hits, just barely. Um, or not just barely, but it hits. So that does 1d8 plus 3, I believe. Bit disorganized with Vita's character sheet. It's fine, though. But still. All right, so Vita does 11 damage to this man. Good job, Vita. Oh, so Vita runs Vita. up and like sort of like quickly, like uh, very quickly, like sort of like stabs him a little bit in his side with her rapier and like um, uh, it's sort of like holding uh, position, sort of ready to fuck him up again on the next attack. So it's your turn, Ethan. What are you going to do? I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going to go right here. Okay. And then I'm going to fire 
my oh my god, I had like flashbacks to 2008. The I'm a my laser. Oh um, God! I'm sorry. I really didn't. Podcast. I really, honestly, don't ever talk to me again for that. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I fire a radiant thumbbolt. Just like, okay, we've been like building up listeners for like months now, and we just lost 50 of them. I know they're all gone. They heard that, and they're like, "Oh, this Jeff guy's an ass." Fucking hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate him. Edit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm gonna radiant sunbolt his ass. Um, okay. So I roll to hit, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, a twenty. Natural or? No, not natural. Effective. Okay, yeah, that hits. Yeah, effective. And it does seven damage. Seven damage. Nice. To which one? To the guy. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, to the guy that beat a hit, yeah. To the guy that beat a hit, okay. Mm. That's always Seven gonna damage. All right, that uh, basically Vita runs up, stabs him a few times in the side with her rapier, then you sort of run around and boom, like right at him with a radiant sunbolt, and that uh, knocks him up pretty bad. Um, so refer them to them as blue or green because they uh, they're both um, blue or green. They have a. Uh, one is a more bluish tint to it, and one has a more greenish tint to it. So, yeah. I see, yeah. Okay. So, uh, that concludes your turn. This one is pissed off, and it's going to attack Vita. So, first thing he does is he, with his two free hands out of the four, right? He Two of them are carrying the trident. The other two that are free both swipe at her. Uh, with these like really sharp long claws. First one is a hit. Second one is a miss. I think. Yes, it's a miss. So first one does. Oof. Nine damage to her. Oh no. Ouch. Okay, so the first um, swipe it. Unfortunately, it gets her neck a little bit, and it undoes a lot of those previous wound uh from fen last night and you can see like a lot of blood starting to trickle down her neck and um but luckily she's just quick enough where she ducks her head out of the way of the second swipe and then it uses its trident to like whack at her again these guys are on some dumb shit and that is just below her ac so he (laughs) thrusted her with his trident uh with his like other two arms and Vita deftly like uses her rapier to sort of knock it out of the way and move uh, away from him. Uh, and it's back to her turn. So, oh, sorry, no. Um, the other one. I was going to say the other guy just his did movement to to go for Vita too. Right up to you, Ethan. <laughs> I knew it. And he's going to do the same whole shebang to you. Uh, natural one on the first. Ooh. Claw attack. Get the fuck so, out of here, right bitch. at you, and you just like smack his like puny little like. So basically, this guy has three muscular <laughs> arms, and then he has like this little like T Rex arm. So <laughs> like like Nemo, one. like Nemo, uh, and his lucky fin. Yeah, literally. Like, so there's like a little like T Rex arm, and he just kind of like like he tries to like swap at you with it. Yeah, you just like smack it out of the way. You're like, what is this weak shit? And like, um, the next come. <laughs> Never mind, make that two T-Rex arms. So there's uh, oh. so, <laughs> that's uh, three. So two little like 
like a little itty bitty arms are like flapping at you and you're just like what the fuck is this and then finally he hits you with his trident that's yeah that's gonna hit you that's like a 19 plus shot, so yeah that hits me yeah that's gonna hit you Sadie. he's buddy. holding that with his buff arm yeah oh i was gonna make a bad joke but I okay me. so that's i think a bit of damage let me see okay so oh man oh dude you're so fucking lucky what the fuck what happened so i rolled two ones so that's five damage you're super lucky holy shit eat my ass <laughs> okay so um sort of a little distracted by these t-rex arms he, he kind of distracts you with them to like sort of thrust his spear at you or his trident at you um luckily though you're able to notice in time and move out of the way but one of the prongs on the trident sort of catches your shoulder and stabs into you um, ah. almost trying to pin you against the wall but you're able to push him off of you uh, it's now uh, Vita's turn. So Vita, the one that's annoying her, she's going to sort of move up next to him. And then she is going to use a new thing that she has <gasps> called... Yeah. That's right. what it's called? <laughs> right, I'm trying to decide which one's better. Okay, so her, her, um, her, her health is kind of low. So I think I'm going to do Defensive Flourish. So this is a new thing she has. She has defensive flourish. So basically, whenever she uses the attack action on her turn, her walking speed increases by 10 feet until the end of the turn. And if a weapon attack hits, you can expend a use of your bardic inspiration and deal extra damage equal to the number you roll on the die. She's going to hit with her attack. So that does... Because she got like a 16 or something. So let me see. That does 7 plus 5, 12 damage to the Sahagan. That's annoying her. So she Seven basically damage? uses her rapier to... It's interesting. You've never um, sort of seen this side to Vita before. Um, Vita runs up to this guy. And um, as he sort of like attempts to hit her with uh, his trident, she sort of bangs against the trident with her rapier, sort of making a certain tune and sound right and then sort of maybe a little inspired by that you can hear her um sort of start to sing a little tune under her breath which you've never heard before and she starts to like whack at the trident again and again making sort of matching that same rhythm and like tune uh and as she's hitting at the trident with it she's also like sort of like doing it just long enough with her sword where she's also like basically doing little like prods and like cuts on the guy until like there's a final like sort of swing as like her like uh, rapier sort of grates against the trident and stabs him right in the chest and then she moves back and sort of like seems to be in a very defensive position and he's still kicking oh he's still going okay I hope that description was good yeah it was good I was like man this is like I'm sorry there's like a lot of weird shit if she can do <laughs> huh Okay, I he's gotta read up on all this. Alright, it's okay. your turn. So that guy's good, but is he, like, fucked up right now? Like, is he, like... He seems really fucked up. Like, okay. Vita's done a number on him. Uh, he seems, like, to be bleeding heavily. Uh, so, he does not look good, but the one in front of you is, like, kick. he's doing fine. But yeah, Aside he hasn't been hit yet, so I'm gonna have to fuck him up myself. I whip out my short sword. Okay. And I take a whack at him. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how it be done sometimes. That's that's just how it be done. Hold on, let me. Yeah, that's what we gonna do. So, let me let me roll this shit. 
It's a, a Wi-Fi sending. Fuck me. Natural one. Ooh, first. Okay, so basically as you go to um, hit him, he just, <laughs> he uses his little T-Rex arms to like, sort of like, grab onto your face and start clawing at you. And you're like, ah! and you're just sort of creeped out by the like T-Rex arms and you like freak out and your sword just kind of like goes back and hits against the wall and gets jammed in there for a second. And you have to take a little bit of effort to like pull it out, um, mm. which sort of wastes time and doesn't allow you to get a good swing in before he's back onto you again. Uh, does that conclude your turn? Do you want to do anything else? No, I want to use a key point to use flurry of blows. Go for it, dude. Okay, let me mark that I spent a key point. Uh, okay. I don't know if your sword is going to be like useless compared to your actual punches. I mean, in like yeah. two or three levels, I think it's going to be like outweighed. Yeah, I think so too. Because okay, your punches have been a, increasing in damage. And, the first yeah. one is a 16 to hit. Yeah. And then the second one is a 14 to hit. That one does not hit. Okay, first one hit though. Does. Yeah. And it does eight damage. Nice. Okay, so basically, uh, sort of freaked out by his T-Rex arms, you see one coming at you, you swap it, uh, you, um, both of your hits, you were sort of trying to punch him twice, but one hit is sort of caught by the weird T-Rex arm, and the other hit goes and, like, does a nice uppercut to his uh, lower jaw, knocking out a few teeth, it seems, um, doing some decent damage to him. Hmm. Uh, and now it's their turn. So... The one, um, I'll just try to resolve your conflict first, actually. So, uh, an, like, grimacing after that punch, he tries to hit you with his T-Rex arm. First one is a 13 to hit, I think. No. That one misses. Second one is a 19 to hit. Yeah, he got me. Okay. So that claw attack does 9 damage. Holy shit. So his T-Rex arms um this one just like it grabs onto your like arm i guess and it starts like just the sharp claws are just tearing away at your skin like ripping off chunks of it's horrible and then uh distracted by the pain you look up in time to see a trident attack coming at you which it's good that you looked up because it's three (laughs) stuff so it misses you uh so you're able to move your head out of the way as it right into the wall behind you uh, the one next to Vita is going to attack her, but fucks up on the first claw attack, Loser. misses. Uh, second claw attack does nothing because her AC is 19 now. And then final one, the trident attack also misses because Vita's AC is so fucking high what she Loser. does. Loser. So basically, um, every single attack that Sohagen is trying to do to Vita, she's just humming that same tune like underneath her breath. And... Um, as like he tries to like whack at her, you just uh, see like her rapier goes up to like block the hits, or like as the trident's coming at it, it just Damn. knocks it right out of the way. Honestly, that's the kind of power that Abba gives me. Like, <laughs> 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 maybe she's singing an Abba song under her breath. She you don't is. Know. She's singing "Dancing Queen" under her breath. Sure, she's. Yes. Sure, she's singing "Dancing Queen" under her breath. She's ready. <laughs> Um, and so now it's uh, her turn again so she's going to just guess whack at it again her defensive flourish is done but she's going to hit it no she's not going to hit it she rolled a 2 
dumb she bitch. Misses. So she gets a little too into Dancing Queen. Um, and well, while she's sort of singing along, she uh, realizes she should probably like hit him while his defenses are down. And she does a quick jab at him. Um, but just too into that tune, man, and just misses completely. It goes I'm to done. the side. And the Sahagan sort of sneers at her. Hey, that fancy music, nothing compared to our nice banjo solo. And then um, it's your turn, Ethan. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try my short sword again. Singing? You know, it sounds bad compared to our banjo music. I don't like it. Take that back, and I get angry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I try to use my short sword again and stab that guy. Okay. And hopefully it fucking hits this time. 22. Hell yeah. Oh, God, my. What, what damage is that? It does six damage. It's okay. Yeah, that, uh, little stab and it hurts him. And then we're gonna, we're gonna try flurry blows again, I think. Go for it. Um, yeah, I'm feeling it. Another key point spent. Ethan's mathematical energies are flowing through him as he begins to oh punch God. at it. Buddha. I honestly think it's hilarious that you've chosen to be like a math monk. <laughs> I think both of them missed. They're both 13s. Uh, yeah, they both missed. Yeah. Why is that funny that I'm a math monk? I just think it's like an interesting choice. Like... And then you also went Sun Soul, so it's just like an interesting choice to me. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're filled with the power of the math energy, and that's just how we explain it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's like such a funny thing to me. Um, okay, so unfortunately, Ethan, you try to swing with your short sword. Uh, you, you cut him a little bit across the stomach a bit, and then when you go to like punch him, like these little T-Rex arms, they both catch your fist simultaneously and Damn. grab on. And he just like and like he just looks at you. They may be little, but they pack a punch. Mm, no, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like him. And now he's gonna attack you. So let's see. First claw attack, miss. Second claw attack, uh, thirteen. No, M- miss. Right? Yeah. Okay. Tried an attack. Natural one. What the fuck? Okay. Loser. Get the fuck out of here. With oh, that my Lord. Shit. So he's like, hey, back a point. And then you just like kind of push him off. He's like, oh, oh. And he like, <laughs> loses his balance for a second. He falls to the ground. He look, gets up and he just looks a little defeated. And um, that he basically wastes his entire turn. Nothing occurred. Uh, so now the one next to Vita. Ouch. Okay. So her defense um that high. So whoops. Uh, okay, okay, Vita, okay, um, uh, okay, so one claw attack misses, one hits, and then the trident attack, which is the one that matters, misses, barely. Okay, so one claw attack hits her, let's hope that it's not that high damage, because I don't think Vita can take much more of this. Seven damage. Okay, so she is not doing well, but she is not dead. So, yeah, that concludes, uh, so basically, one, another claw attack just rips right into her neck, and you can see more bleeding is happening. These guys seem to be, like, um, let's just say, not, uh, not friendly fight, not, not very clean fighters. They seem to be going dirty. Mm. <sighs> Vita, hurry up and take him out so you can come help me. 
Okay, Ethan. Oh my <laughs> bleeding God. out heavily from her neck. Uh, uh, 17 plus, that's gonna hit. 38. Shit, okay, and then let's do the damage. This could be the end of this guy. Please, please, please. Plus. Wait, what is it? Four plus nine? Oh my god, Vita, what the fuck? Alright, um, so Vita, um, sort of clutching at her neck, bleeding out, she swings her rapier around and then, like, cuts, um, across the dude's neck, and you can see, like, a huge amount of blood is, like, pouring out from his neck, and you see, like, his two free hands going grab at them, and he's like, <laughs> Not so funny when it happens to you, huh? And, um, he's still alive, but he is, like, about to drop, it looks like. Oh my god, he died. Um, and you know what? She'll use... <sighs> Don't know if she, she should, but... a dire situation. I don't know. It is. Just take him out. <sighs> I gotta do what you have to, Rita. No, she's gonna save it. Never mind. And it's just oh. like, it's such a valuable resource. It's not worth, like, spending right now. Alright, okay. it's your turn, Ethan. Um. Um. So if I move right here, that doesn't, yeah. that's not an attack of... No, no. Whatever. You're still okay, in Okay, so I'm gonna move right there, and then I'm going to use my healing touch to. What is action, right? Yeah, my healing touch to um, draw power from my dragon mark um, to uh, revitalize her. Okay, how much is that again? It's eight plus wood. It's one d8 plus my wisdom modifier. Yeah. Yeah. She gets nine HP. Nice. All right, so. Um, Ethan, you sort of run over and uh, grab onto Vita. Um, I mean, you can describe it for me. Basically, um, I think when you draw on your dragon mark, we've sort of homebrewed that to be um, your black eyes. So we'll just say like glow or do something. Yeah. Um, whatever. So anyways, like describe it to me. So I kind of like lean over from where I am and I like reach my little baby halfling arm out to touch her. And I touch okay. her and then my eyes kind of like shake, like my pupils shake. And then you can feel, like, she can feel her spirit, like, rejoin her body. And, like, she's revitalized and ready to fuck a bitch up. Okay, nice. Um, she looks over at you and gives you a little smile. As you can see, like, um, she's moving her hand away from her neck. And you can see, like, a lot of those cuts are, like, sort of closing up. Thank you, Ethan. Um, and she on... Oh, sorry. That is the, that's not your turn. You have your action. You can do whatever. Um, is that a bonus like, action or an action? It says once per short rest as an action. As an action. Oh, it's an action. Okay, you so have your bonus action. actions. Uh, well, you can't use uh, flurry of blows because it has to be after an attack action. So, mm. anything you want to do or can do? And I can't make an unarmed strike as a bonus action. Hmm. No, I think that's it. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so she's going to use... Tasha's hideous laughter on the one in front of you. The one in front of me? Yeah. Vita's so, going to use that? 
Yeah, Vita's gonna cast that on him. On him. Is it still Vita's turn? No, sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm stupid. Sorry. Uh, no, it's uh, their turn. It's actually. Whoops. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> I was like, uh, hold on, we just skipping a lot. Sorry, I shouldn't have said them. anything. Hold on. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Okay, so the one next to you tries to whack at you, misses with his T-Rex arm. Second one hits. I'm pretty sure 18. Uh, or sorry, 21 actually. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that hits. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, and then finally, the Trident attack. Natural one. So loser, I, get that baby shit out of here. Three plus. Oh. Fuck, man. This claw attacks are nasty, though. How much? That's like six damage. Shit. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay for now. God damn. So another t- baby T Rex arm comes along and swipes <sighs> you down the other arm, scratching you up and a lot of blood pouring out. It's nasty shit, but uh, you're you're okay. I just um, need to get out of this. That that pain, like that wince that you feel from the pain, you sort of duck down a little bit, and the trident goes right over your head and slams into the wall, and this guy almost falls over again. Ooh. The T Rex Sam over the T Rex Tom or whatever I don't know. <laughs> uh, so the one next to Vita, miss. No, that actually, and then miss, and then oh hit. He's gonna die. Can okay, so let's okay. Bad rolls on the fuck. Bad rolls on the damage for the claw attack. So that's only three damage from the claw attack, which is really good. That's like the lowest oh, you can go. So claw perfect. attack is only three damage. So it just kind of scratches her a bit. Not too bad. But then the trident. Ah, it's rough. Okay. Uh, that's 11 damage from the trident. God damn it. Shit, Vita's barely up. Barely up? Okay, she can take out this. So basically, like, the, like, claw attack, like, throws her off her rhythm for a second, and you see the trident just <laughs> right into her stomach and pull out, and you can see, like, a large amount of blood sort of, like, start to pour out. Um, she's fucked, like, and she, but she's not, like, saying anything. She seems to be, like, holding the pain in pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's her turn, so she goes ahead and attacks the person who just attacked her. Uh, and hits. Yes. And probably is about to kill the thing. Yeah, she kills it. Um, yes. So Vita goes ahead and like wincing from the pain of the uh, trident attack, you you hear her falter for a second, but then you hear that tune uh, begin again, and she moves her uh, like rape her up and right across the uh, creature right in front of her and like uh, the swagon like you just see like the rapier just go right through his like neck and like like a huge splurt of blood comes out as he falls to the ground dead oh good yes and she's going to use her second bit of bardic inspiration to do to fully heal herself and restore all my key points so, anyways, she's gonna give. Uh, so, from hearing her song, you just. Um, it's interesting. You, uh, you don't know why, but you just kind of feel a little like, bit of hope or something along those lines, and you just feel like, you guys are gonna be okay. You guys can survive this fight, and you get a bardic inspiration die. So that's one d six you can add to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw in the next ten minutes. Wow. 
So by attack roll, do you mean like to hit or damage? To hit, to a hit. Oh, to hit. Okay, 1d6. Yeah, you can add it onto anything you want for the next 10 minutes. Mm, okay, interesting. So you have that now, and that concludes her turn. It's your turn. Okay, so... Oh, wait, actually, she's also going to move five feet and, like, be right next to him, like, over there. Oh, girl, she's going to fucking die. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to move back right here. Um, and then I'm going to fuck a bitch up with my short sword. Okay. Um, okay, it's a 10 to hit, which doesn't hit, right? Yeah, that won't hit. Um, okay, so I'm going to try Flurry of Blows again. Okay. How's that sound, huh? Key point. I got you. I you swing your sword, it misses, and then you calculate the sort of velocity with which you swung your sword, and you sort of are able to see how fast he's moving based on that, and looking at the angles, and using a little bit of the Pythagorean theorem, you're able to deduct <laughs> how you should punch him. Does a 15 hit? Yes. Okay, one one hits. <laughs> one hits? Okay. Yes. How close was the other one? It was a nine. Oh, yeah, I mean, unless you got like a six on the d6, yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. how much damage is it? Five. Hey, that's not bad. So, um, your calculations were a little off on one of the punches, but the second one seems to have been more or less within a 2% margin of error, and you're able to wham right into his face, and you see, like, some teeth get knocked loose. Oh, God. And, um, now it's his turn. He's going to, uh, attack. Me? Natural one on the claw attack. Eat my ass. I ain't doing that. And then uh, <laughs> seven plus. Now that also misses on both of you guys. And then Ooh. final hit, miss. Oh shit, he's what off his game. Bitch. That was a nat one, a three, and a five. Oh, what a loser! Eat so basically, ass. Ethan, you were able to like punch him so hard, you changed the probability to make it uh. only odd numbers <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Low odd numbers. Basically, that's what that's what happened. Uh, so you punched him so hard, his game's completely off, and he just like fumbles around for a second, and like he's unable to do anything. Vita goes. That is nineteen to hit, and Ooh. she will do one million damage. Seven damage. Close enough. Boom. Stabs him right at, uh, in the arm. Uh, one of his like upper right arm. And you see her pull back her rapier. Ethan, I think we can... Um... Alright. I, I think we can do this. Uh, okay. and as she's saying that, you can see she's like... Mm, she's fucked. Like, this is pretty bad. Uh, she's bleeding out pretty heavily over here. Uh, it's your turn, Ethan. Ugh. Okay. Um, so the okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stab him. Go for it. And hopefully he fucking dies. Um. Eleven. No. You have that D six. I'm, I'm gonna use it. I'll use it. I don't don't let it seem like I forced you. But... No, I'll I'll use it. A D six. Yeah. 
Oh, no. 12? No. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have forced <laughs> you to use it. That's what I thought would happen. It's okay. I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't force you, but I, I feel bad now. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Or <laughs> worse things um, that happen. Yeah, so feeling that hope you got from Vita, you're like, I'm going to do it, and you swing at him, but your sword just goes over his head, and you're like, wait, what? And you're like, oh no, I let emotions cloud my like mathematical calculations. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, does that conclude your turn, or are you done? That's it, yeah. Okay. Via this dude goes, oh god. Oh! Okay, that's a 19 plus. I hit. <laughs> yeah, on you, so that first claw tag is going to hit you. Baby. Ooh, first. Okay, that's seven slashing damage. Seven? Yeah. On you. Okay. Second one goes for Vita, misses, T-Rex arm, misses her. Then the Trident attack. Um, I'm gonna roll a D10, and depending on who it is, I'll attack them. If it's like less than five, I will attack you and ouch okay ethan so i rolled a three so which means i'm gonna attack you okay with a trident and i rolled an 18 plus a lot oh, what a die. um that is a possibility so <laughs> let us look and see how much damage this does <laughs> it's gonna take me out i already know unless you roll like nothing Roll a negative number. 14 damage? Shit on a biscuit! That's a lot of damage! It's a trident! It's a two handed trident! I'm dead! Ouch! Okay, you're on death saving throws? I had five hit points left. Okay, so yeah, you're on death saving throws. So you take 14 damage. Basically, the dude finally, with one huge thrust, sort of annoyed after all your, like, T-Rex arm comments, stabs you right into the wall. All three prongs stab into your stomach, and you're pinned against the wall, and he pulls out, and you fall to the ground, like, unconscious, uh, bleeding out. Uh, And it is Vita on two health against this guy. It's her turn. Oh, my fuck. (laughs) And she casts Cure Wounds at second level. Please. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that is going to be 2d8 plus, uh, I think, 3. Yeah. Two, 8. So 10 plus 3. 13 health back to you. Ugh. So she casts Cure Wounds and then um, freaks the fuck out as she's just looking at this fucker. Um... So you hear uh, a you hear that same melody sort of playing in the back of your head as you feel uh, this warmth start to envelop your body, and then you're able to find the strength to slowly pick yourself back up. And you're on the ground prone right now, but you are it is your turn, so you can get up with half your move, and you're up. Okay, I'm up, bitch. <laughs> I'm up, ready to fucking go. All right, what are you going to do? Okay, I'm going to stab him, and hopefully it fucking works this time. <laughs> hopefully I can get a fucking break here. 24! Hell yeah! All right. Uh, no, no, that's not a number. 
Seven damage. Not bad. He's looking, uh, he's looking worse than square, but he's still not down. Okay, and I'm gonna spend my last key point to really try and do some damage here. Really hope that this works to do flurry of blows. Go for it. 14. That misses. Son of a bitch. 17. Hits. Seven more damage. Hell yeah. So he is looking really bad. Okay, that's my time, folks. We just gotta hope he misses. Alright, uh, does that conclude your turn? That's all I can do. <laughs> Alright, first hit against you. Mm, that's a 19 to hit. Oh, yes. Second hit against Vita with his claws misses. Third hit uh, with the trident against Vita. Oh, God. Terror. One below her AC. God damn. Vita is clutching on for her fucking life right now. <laughs> That's all I need. I think I can take a stack right Just barely. She cannot take another attack from him. Um, so that means you <sighs> had one hit against you, so that means... Oh, shit, Ethan. I'm sorry. I rolled too good on that. Um, 12? Okay, I'm still alive. <laughs> I have one hit point, but I'm still alive. <laughs> so that claw attack, basically, it, like that little T-Rex arm grabbed onto your face and starts slamming your head against the wall. Christ. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Okay. Do that, boy, do that. <laughs> and um, not a good time for you. Uh, so <laughs> what are you going to do now? Uh, it is turn. She is going to cast Cure Wounds on you again. Thank you, Vida. Uh, only at first level this time. That's okay. Uh, she's coming sick of dying. So, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna do uh, 1d8 plus okay, 7 plus 3, 10 health back to you. Okay, basically, I'm what's good. happening is you're getting slammed repeatedly into the wall, and then she sort of just comes along and, like, like, like while you're just getting slammed in, she just kind of taps you on the shoulder and you get your turn. Okay. Um, is it my turn? Um, yeah, it's your turn. Okay, stab, stab, stab. Go, go, go. Oh, 11. Uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna make an unarmed strike as a bonus advocate. Do it. Because I can every turn. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was using flurry bolts, so I could make two before, but... Yeah, I know. Uh, Okay, um, please, 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 fucking bullshit. Doesn't hit, doesn't hit, ignore me. I just stand there and do nothing for the fucking time. <laughs> like, you're trying to, like, swing at him while you, the T-Rex arm is sort of like, pushing you and slamming you against the wall. Your sword just misses and your punch just, like, do anything. It just seems to hit his, like, toughest scales or something like that. I get a good fucking roll. Like, literally nothing. God damn. Alright, uh... <laughs> First hit from this guy is the um, 16. Does that hit you? No. Shit. Okay, that's a miss. Get out of here with that pussy Second shit. Second one misses as well. Third one misses. Bitch. All the miss. That's pretty much a miracle. Ugh, it truly he rolled is. a uh, yeah. He rolled a something that gave him a 16, a three, and an eight. So everything missed. 
Shit. Uh, Good. I mean, uh, Ada's on two health, so this is like a. So. <laughs> um. Okay, so it is Vita's turn again. Swing. Kill him. Now. <laughs> we suck. It's an 11, it misses. We suck so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the rest of the party won't talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jory, like Toro and Jack are just fucking everything up out there. They're just blowing up everything. And they're just like, man, those two suck ass. Why do we even- yeah, they're like, why do we even have them on our team? They suck. <laughs> we, should just, we should just start training Shippy. Like, <laughs> Shippy do everything. Okay, uh, it's your turn again, buddy. Okay. Um, I guess we're going to stab. Do it. Please, God, give me a good roll. 24! Hell yeah. How much damage is that? Eight damage, bitch. That is just enough to kill him. Oh, God almighty. How do you want to do this? I go straight for his mouth, and I go, like, straight into his, like, I shove my sword into his mouth, down his throat. You shove your sword in there? Okay, good, good, good. My my sword. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. I like to shove my sword in his mouth. Stick my sword in there. Okay, so Sean Connery eats in uh, basically yes. like uh, you take your sword and you right into his mouth. You see it stab through his tongue, go through the back of his head, and you see like a lot of blood just right out of the back of him. And um, uh, you see him struggling for a second. And the blood starts to leak out from the back of his head and you see him just roll back and finally dead so good god bless I turn to Vita and I go we did it Ethan are we useless no we killed both of them Vita on our own she uh pats you on the shoulder she basically puts both of her hands on your shoulders sort of like in a leaning down a little bit and Taps you on the shoulders. You get another cure wounds from her. Let's give you an eight from Vita. Good job, Vita. Okay, that's uh, 11 health plus. Okay. 11 points of healing. And she's like, that's good to hear. I honestly lose hope sometimes. So It's okay, Vita. So do I. Uh, and she's going to also tap herself, I guess. Because, Jesus Christ, she's about to fucking die. Um, she does not do as well for herself. She gets six points of healing. It's okay. You guys are going to get a short rest. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we need one. <laughs> so um, you're now standing in this room, and then there's the other passageway down there. Uh, what do you guys do? Um, well, first and foremost, can I like loot the bodies? Yeah, yeah. Do that. Investigation rolls for each one. Okay. And Vita's helping you, so you can do it with advantage. Okay. First one is a three. Okay. And the second roll is a nineteen. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, what did I give you advantage? Okay, uh <laughs> so loading uh the first one body. Um, you find five gold on him. 
And then the second one, let's see what you get. Fifteen. Fifteen. So um, I'll say the first one was the fifteen one. So fifteen one, you only get five gold. Second one, which I, I'm just I was kind of thinking about like the dynamic of it. But uh, this, so the one which you got a higher roll on, is the first one, you find a small map. So you guys get five gold, and you also get a map. Small map. Okay. It looks like a map. It seems to be a piece of paper that has a map drawn on it, but uh, on the back it has a strange image. Image of what? So, uh, looking at it, there is... Um, it's hard to describe, but basically it's, it seems to be very crudely drawn uh, in some sort of ink of some sort. Uh, a pic- Like small little figures, sort of. Um, and they're next to larger figures, which have sort of, it's hard to, like, understand from, like, sort of, like, a, such a, like, it's basically, like, stick figures, like a stick figure drawing. So it's kind of hard to understand what exactly is happening in this image. But there are these tiny little stick figures that seem to be, and not really a stick figure, but, you know, kind of like that. It's like a personification of a small human, it seems. And um, there are, like, a bunch of them sort of lined in a circle, right? And um, those are drawn in like a sort of black, maybe like a charcoal or something. And then there's like a red substance, which you think is like some red ink or possibly blood, which is like, um, which is what they've drawn it with. But it's a red substance that's like, seems to be coming out from all these small figures and heading toward center of a huge circle, which has been on this uh, paper. And in the center, there is what appears to be a image of a tooth. Like a bunch of like these like very sharp teeth, sort of in a circle. Mm. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Vita, what you need do me to explain anything again? I know, that, um, I know what it looks like, but yeah. I think I have an idea. Well, Vita, what do you make of it? Um, if you want, you can make a history check to try to understand what. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, I'll do a history check. I was going to do an Arcana check, too, just on the map I think Vina, looking at it, uh, she'll help, because I don't think this would be like something she would understand fully, but she'll help you to try to understand it. 13? You have advantage, because she's helping oh. you. Okay. 21. Why do I give you advantage? Okay. It helps these things go by faster, right? <laughs> so, um, Ethan, looking at the image again, right, you start to understand sort of... Um, so this... So Hwagen are a interesting species. They're not necessarily exclusive to space. You've, seen, it, they, you've heard tell of them on Tyrell back when you used to live there and do all your research, right? And reading books all day. Um, so you can understand that uh, you don't really know their language necessarily, uh, or understand their culture or anything like that. But that symbol of all these like sort of shark teeth making a strange shape together, you know mm-hmm. that that's the symbol of their god. And uh, his name is Sekola. Sekola, how do you spell that? S-E-K-O-L-A-H. Okay. So that's what you understand of that. Now, looking further from your natural, or not your natural 20, but from your like 21, Looking around, you are 
starting to understand that these small figures, which they've drawn around, right, they seem to maybe represent people. And then that red dye, which they've used to sort of show coming out of all you have a strong, from what you remember when you were reading about their culture, their culture has a strong emphasis on blood and um, stuff that's related to blood. Wonderful. And you know that they, their culture and their people, like the Sahuagin themselves, are kind of go crazy whenever they see blood and are able to like be emboldened and fight better. Mm. So you're assuming that the red dye which they've used is supposed to represent blood, and then these small little stick figures which are placed around the around this, uh, symbol of their god, they represent people of some sort, maybe? You're not really sure. Okay. Um, so is, there, is there anything else in the room? No. There's the passage that leads on. That's it. Okay. Um, so what do you plan on doing now? Is there any way we can take a short rest in this room? Is there anywhere we can rest? I, I'd say while you're... Yeah, I'd say... Yeah, I'd say you say yes? I'd say that's fine. Okay, then I want to take a short fucking rest. Peter will also take one. So she healed up a little bit. Well, I healed up a little bit too. That's an understatement. <laughs> She healed up for nine, which is okay. Okay, I can live with that. I have 25 out of 32. Yeah, she's at 17 out of 20. She's okay. Okay. All right, so what, what would you... So basically, I, I'd say like a short... Uh, for this short rest, at least, the short rest is... So I'd say maybe for like 15 minutes, you two are just sort of sitting there, like, like, it, like healing up. Oh, wait, I just realized something about bards, which I haven't been doing for you guys because no one really reminds me of this shit. Um, you regain an extra 1d6 hit points, Ethan. I do? Yep. Because uh, Vita pulls out her viol and starts to play a little song on it. A um, What's a good ABBA song? Oh my god. Um, the one to rejuvenate me, she starts playing um, uh, this is I'm trying to think off the top of my head. She starts playing Rock Me. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll say it's um, a D&D version of that. Because yes. I'm not going to say it's actual thing, because I don't... <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, basically, she's singing that and playing it. This strange <laughs> uh, song of, of ABBA. Abba. Yes. A- 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 Abarda. Yeah, part I like that. That <laughs> <laughs> part. Okay. Uh, and you get that extra D. Okay, I rolled it. I got a five. Good, good, good. Okay, so you have healed up. Good job. Um, you guys have more health. Uh, Vita is very low in spells. Okay. Um... She has one first level and one second level. All right. It's going to be interesting come Thursday. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Um, okay, so I guess we continue going down the passage. Okay, heading down the passage, you keep going, going, until eventually you can see there is, um, it ter- sort of takes a dip, and there's just water. 
Is this water? Yeah, there's water. Um, it's like it turns into a pool and then it goes down. How deep does it look? Uh, pretty deep. You would have to swim down. So it's just water. Is it like enclosed? An enclosed room? No, it's at the end of the passage. And then like it's sort of like the passage turns down. Oh, okay. And there's just water. There's just like the passage goes into water. Yeah. Mm. So I turned to be and I'm like, well, it doesn't look like we can go any further. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't know. I think if we go down, there's possibility that they will attack us. You know, we probably shouldn't do that. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and head back then. And head back to the polite lobster, and hopefully the rest of them are there. Or we can rocky-talky them once we get there and let them know. Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. That I think, I think we've learned something until today, I think, right? Yes, and we got five gold out of it. Substantial, hey, but enough. Profit. Can yes. I have some, or are you going to keep it? Oh, I thought you got five gold as well. No, you got it all. Mm, interesting. I give you the two gold. Thank you, Ethan. And she pulls out a little... um. She pulls out a little bird, like it, it seems to be like a little duck, and she opens up its mouth and she just puts the two gold. <laughs> Does that work like the piggy bank that Jory has? It's similar. But it's just a different aesthetic, because you have a thing for birds, don't you, Rita? I don't have a thing for birds. I turn into a bird. And you have a thing for birds, don't you, Rita? No, Ethan, I do not have a thing for birds. Whatever you say, Vita, whatever you say. And then we <laughs> go back up and yeah. out. She looks a little annoyed at that statement, but she kind of <laughs> grins and smiles. She just like kind of brushes it off, kind of pats you on the head, and you guys continue up. hear that a train just passed by i have no idea where though i don't live near a train okay well ghost train uh in any case guys abel here thank you all so much for listening to this uh sort of in between episode of natatory nightmare we do have a full episode coming next week again sorry but just didn't feel like uh tacking this on to the full episode really made much sense and it was just way too long so rest assured it will be here soon uh hopefully you enjoyed this one though in any case a friendly reminder to follow us on twitter at sales off rails or email us or leave a nice review on itunes apple Podcasts, whatever it may be five stars preferably uh if you would like to name a character a couple of characters in the next episode are named after or by listeners unfortunately none this episode there just wasn't really an opportunity uh in any case uh, go ahead and do that. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please share it with your friends, your parents, siblings, mailman Greg. I don't know, man. Possibilities are endless as always. It helps us out and we appreciate it. They can find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. I think that's a newer thing that came out. I'm not really sure. 
in any case, now for all the music we use this episode. 80s Vampire Car Chase by Sir Cubworth, Leoforos Alexandras by Dan Bodan, Street Smart by Quincis Marrera, Space Chatter by Doug Maxwell, Destination Unknown by Ugana Anyekwe, Home, no, wait, Dome Sweet Dome by Nat Keefe with the Bow Ties, Iron Fist by DJ Williams, Empty Hearted Man by the 126ers, Back to the Woods by Jason Shaw, Acid House by Six Umbrellas, Movie Rhythm 2 by Sun Searcher, and Infiltrators by Nathaniel Wyvern. So, if you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, whatever it may be, feel free to email us at salesofftherails at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening, and have a nice day. Prime podcast material. Right here. This is prime podcast material. Hearing Ethan just groan around in the background while he tries to get something out from under his bed. What more could you want from a podcast? And there he comes, coming back with his iron hand.